0: What You think Fred, Fred? all right, <laughs> like dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Janice. It's definitely near you, or Eli and Zach gonna pop in. Yes,
1: yeah, they'll talk oh, every once here? in a while. Oh, but... <laughs> a, he was, was already a... right away. It, it kind of, well, we're used to you atta- attacking us, so yeah,
2: sorry. <laughs> a...
1: Look at...
2: Let's just put it this way Who do you see as the quarterback week one for the Green Bay Packers? I see. Welcome back, everybody. It's Open Book here on Game On Wisconsin. As you can see, we've got a very special setup today. <laughs> me, Zach, Beavis, and Butthead all made it to the show. Jen, unfortunately, uh, will not be able to make it tonight, but me and Zach will do our best to fill in for her. I don't think we'll do a good job, but we'll try. But, uh, yeah, Zach, how you doing? And obviously, everyone's going to be very curious about your great uh, green screen.
1: Yeah, well, you know, like I, I told you before the show, since I might as well say it again since, you know, people are pouring in now. Uh, so I was going through because I found out this camera that I have, ha- like, it gives me the option to do green screens and shit. So I'm like, huh, cool. So I'm going through all the backgrounds that are already in StreamYard. There's like the Lombardi trophies, and there's, you know, uh, Lambeau Field. There's a picture of MBS scoring a touchdown against the Bucks in the NFC Championship game. Uh, I don't know why that's there, but. Uh, yeah. And then I saw this. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? This trumps everything. Like yeah, this is I, gonna uh, be, yeah. This isn't changing now. This is like here to stay.
2: Yeah, no, that's a good move. I like it. Um, but it's been a wild week. I mean, uh, obviously, unfortunately, last week's show was cut a bit early, but we're happy to be back. Why? Why? Why is that? I don't remember. Um, but um, I wanted to do this to start the show, so just pretend it happened. When we started, but like, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Boom. No one knows it's me. It's me, but it could have been Aaron Rodgers. You goddamn son of a bitch, <laughs> or <I did>. AJ. <laughs> I had to keep them for the show. Um, but so you, yeah. so you, okay, all right. Let
1: me hold on. I want to get this straight. So you almost die last week. You come back. You meet Aaron Rodgers. You meet all these players. You meet the coaches, and now you're here popping up into the show with a a fucking fake Aaron Rodgers, fake AJ yeah. Dillon face. So that's what you got to do. That's what you got to You're not real. You're just, you're, you're you. a figment. You're a figment of my schizophrenic imagination.
2: <laughs> uh, Zach, this has all been just like a therapy session for you. This isn't real. None of it is. Open Book's not real. Game on Wisconsin. This is all a figment of your imagination. <laughs> 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 yes, Chris, you got it. Um, for sure, Elton Jenkins. And speaking of Elton Jenkins, the last two days on the field, He looks, I mean, 100% easy. He was, I mean, he's making, not like he's making cuts, like he's running a route, but he looks very comfortable. And another, obviously, ACL, Robert Tunyon, loved to see that he was not wearing a knee brace, and I was watching him run routes, and he was running them pretty aggressively. So I am happy about both of them, and Bakhtiari hasn't been practicing, but he looks good. Um, I guess we'll see. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate that. Um, but Zach, yeah, what have you been seeing? I guess let's knock out maybe some of the injury news first, and then we'll get to some of the better news. But in terms of Elton, Robert Tunyon, and Bakhtiari, how do you like envision, Like, do you, do you see them all playing week one? Do you see none of them playing week one? Where's your head at?
1: I think the fact that they took all three guys off the pub list means they expect them to either play week one or they're going to be there at some point early in the season. So okay. let's get no. Let's just <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. I think because they did that, that means they're expecting them either week one or at some point early in the season. I think they'll still kind of err on the side of caution, like with the guy like Elton Jenkins. I know yeah. he's he was ahead of he was ahead of uh, ahead of schedule, and you know he's you know as you say he looks amazing in practice. I think they'll still kind of ease him in a little bit. Which kind of sucks because it leaves the offensive line in like this weird state of like uncertainty, yeah, right. you know. But uh, I think Robert Tunyon plays week one just from the, the clips and the cutups that I've seen of him running. Like he looks like he has no limitations right now.
2: Yeah, that 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 for me. When I left practice, of obviously the three. I mean, Bakhtiari didn't practice, but then looking at Jenkins versus Tunyon, if I had to put money on one for sure for week one, I would say uh, Tunyon. He did was running routes terrifically. And Andy uh, over here, so he did have a lot of – he had some fights today. We didn't have any fights yesterday. Well, maybe a little bit of a a little bit of a push around. But, yeah, I would assume if anyone hasn't seen Eric Stokes' quote, uh, this presser, Landry was getting in his face, and Eric Stokes being a second-year player, he doesn't care if you're a 10-year vet or who you are. He's going to get in your face. You're not talking shit about him and talking about the defense, you know, Everyone they always talk about how they got each other's backs and no matter who it is, when it is, what the deal is. So I love to see that. Um so yeah, the fights, uh the fights were fun to see, honestly. I'm
1: surprised it it took this long. Yeah, no, you no. Know, just just the Saints, the Saints are like that team that just like just yaps. Yeah. Chauncey you know, Gardner sure. Johnson. I was gonna say Chauncey
2: Gardner Johnson doesn't is just a power. Doesn't shut up, it's so annoying. I believe, um, I, I believe
1: it. Rasul's better yeah. though. You know, he's yeah. a better talker. Yeah, but Rasul,
2: oh, he was good. Rasul was talking <laughs> shit. But Jair, so both days and maybe even a couple weeks ago when I was there, he's always the first one. Oh God. I was surprised by that. And then, oh wait. Um, and then I guess we we'll have to get to Fulgham in a minute, which also was surprising. But but Jair comes out like a solid 20 minutes before anyone, like doing stretching and then today it was because it's the last uh, open practice. He came up till you know to the crowd, whatever, and he was just telling you know we need you guys to get loud today, get loud, running up and down the sidelines. Like Jair was, I mean, you could see for sure Jair, but even maybe even more so Rashawn Gary becoming a huge leader vocally on the defense. Like when the second team defense is in and he's on the sidelines, he's yelling in, he's running in, telling this guy to do that. Go watch him, watch the X, watch the Z. Rashawn Gary is taking that leadership role, and it's looking like it's doing it just how he it. So that's really exciting.
1: I obviously I'm not there, you know, so I can't tell what the intensity level was, and that's that's you know that's that's why you're here. But yeah. like, and no pun intended when I say this because you know Rashawn Gary is an edge rusher, but it feels like they have this edge to them, like the whole right. defense just as a whole, the secondary, the guys up front, they have this edge to them where it's like you know we're out we're out to prove everybody wrong. Rock right. to to fuck everybody up, and we're out to to show everyone that we've arrived. Yeah,
2: it's like a confidence and like a vengeance, like mixture of like we kind of got like fucked over, but we can know we're really good, and we're gonna show it.
1: Oh, Okay, well, w- w- watch your mouth.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I, know. I don't like to uh, I don't like to use such language, but here and there, um, oh, I, I hit okay. Come mouth. on. Right, there you go, are, yeah. Andrew. This yeah. is
1: supposed to be your job. I see you backstage.
2: <laughs> yeah, Andrew did pull through. Andrew, I'm sorry I didn't get to see you today. It was quite crowded, as Andrew knows. But also, as you can see on my face, it was about a thousand degrees. I'm so sunburned, it's disgusting. Okay, um, how, how hot was it? It was honestly. Hot. It was hot. Define hot. Okay, look. Obviously, degree temperature wise, it's not going to reach LA Well, of course but sitting, like you're you're,
1: but you're sitting, sitting there
2: sitting in the sun yeah you're sitting there in the sun what are you probably hit around 75 80 today which I know isn't crazy oh. I know I, I know LA weather but you sit out there and bake man and those bleachers they're hot as shit and it's burning you up and yeah it's it's intense please, but, please. Yeah, but- I,
1: I walked out of the gym to my car today and it was 96 like yeah, about yeah. two two hours ago no, it was 96. Weird. I was dying. Yeah,
2: when I got in my car after practice, so like the car, you know, the temperature is always a little bit hotter because it's sitting there baking. Of course, yeah. Yeah. So the car showed in the nineties, but I think it was somewhere below it. It was my car. When I sat on the seat, I have a third degree burn on my ass.
1: Wait, do you have, do you have leather seats?
2: Uh, yeah. And they burn. Oh, they, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's. <laughs> they burn. <laughs> it hurts. But, um, so let's talk some football instead of sunburned asses. It's just not, it's just not a thing. Um, all right. So how about this? We didn't really get a chance. Let's do a quick recap from Friday night. Just a few minutes. Didn't get to talk about the game at all yet. Uh, Zach, what were just some of your initial thoughts coming out of that game? Performances. Who stuck out to you? Who disappointed you? Uh, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, this this is like the shitty part about having a show on Wednesday during the preseason because then it's like the game is like either on Thursday or Friday. Yeah. It's it's tough. Now everything we talk about is basically going to be everything everybody else has already talked about in the past week. Yeah. So, you know, bear with us because we're probably going to repeat ourselves and you've probably seen us tweet whatever we're about to say. So (laughs) the one thing that really like I'm really excited to see what happens with this running back group because now they released BJ Baylor and he had that. He had 75 receiving yards. You know, he cut that long pass. Yeah, right yet that, yeah, I'm surprised they did it now. But I, you know, I feel like the thinking behind some of these cuts is like, okay, we're going to cut them now, give them a chance to latch on somewhere before training camp ends, before the summer right. ends. They still have two preseason games to, to prove themselves. And I think that went into the decision to cut Dominique Daphne too. But that's a whole other thing. Um, I thought Tyler Goodson was, I don't want to say by far, but he was pretty clearly – the best running back on the field for both teams. Yeah. I loved, I mean, he wasn't anything great like as a runner. Cause you know, he had, he had, he had the volume, he had a bunch of carries, but you know, when you get a bunch of carries, you expect to have, you know, 60 something yeah. yards, but you know, he, he caught that screen pass from Jordan love, took it 20 something yards. He, he had this really nice burst that you kind of don't expect from your third string running back. Now, I don't know what's going to happen when Carlin Hill comes back. I don't know what that room is going to look like. Maybe they keep four guys. Maybe they cut, you know, wh- whoever they keep. Maybe they cut Tyler Goodson or Dexter Williams. Yeah. Um, who, who, who am I missing? There's another one running back back there, isn't there?
2: Um, it was Baylor, but they cut him. I don't think so. I thought it was Williams. It's Dexter but Williams, Tyler Goodson. That's, that's, maybe that's it. I mean, I'm checking now, but I thought that was it. Um. I mean, yeah, but as you were saying, just real quick, just as I look at this, uh, Patrick but, Taylor,
1: Patrick Taylor, duh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, Patrick. God,
1: Taylor. we are so fucking stupid. Why do we have this show? We know <laughs> nothing.
2: <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that was better. Um but,
1: but, but, but yeah, you yeah. know, so I thought he showed really good
2: burst. He, he followed uh, his block is like low key. Kind of had a nice, at least when I was watching, he had some nice runs. Um, but like he seems to stick around, but like never plays, so it's a bit confusing. I can't, I wouldn't he, surprise yeah. me if he's cut, but I've also seen good things from him. But I'll say, as you were talking about Goodson, the last two days, like he seemed to be finding holes really well. Um, well, that makes I one mean, of these. I, <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, does, uh, he did look he, he looked good I I think he's really pushing hard to make uh make that roster
1: that keeping Patrick Taylor I feel like would be just like kind of like what you said they keep him around they don't they don't play him he's there like kind of like break glass
2: you know those things where it's like you keep that guy around forever no, break, no life, right? yeah break the glass
1: in case of emergency uh, type
2: of deal and he played a little bit
1: last year when they needed him so you know that familiarity could be what prompts them to keep him over anybody else but I just feel like you know, for that third string job right now, while Ky- while Kylan Hill is still out, you have to lean for the guy with the upside. And to me, yeah. that's Tyler Goodson. You know, I loved what, what was on tape at Iowa, his ability as a receiver out of the backfield. He got leveled a couple times on Friday night. Like yeah. that's something that'll get corrected and adjusted, you know, the pad level and, you know, how to evade defenders. Cause yeah, he got the shit clobbered out of him. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, I, he was like my favorite part really of, of the offense. Friday night. Yeah, yeah, no,
2: he was he was definitely exciting to watch. And then, I mean, I think you know Jordan Love. Yes, if you if you're a box score watcher, you're going to say, "Oh, the three picks." Okay, I would say one of those picks probably was valid. It was on him. Yeah, the third one, but the first two they weren't on him. And he played he played a good game. Like I haven't seen him like play with that much confidence ever. And for sure. Like the way he was zipping the ball, like he had like a good zip to his throw, which I feel like I didn't see a lot. And I'll be honest, the last two days of practice, I didn't see that again, really. Uh, he did have that two minute drill today, which I'm sure you saw on Twitter. He threw like a 50 yard touchdown to Touré, which is a very nice throw. He also threw a very nice touchdown throw to Dubs. The Dobbs or Dobbs? Dobbs. Dobbs, okay. You, instinctively,
1: True. you want you want to say Dubs. No, to I know. It's, drill, it's
2: very annoying. Um, but yeah, he threw a nice touchdown to Dobbs. Um, and but but I'll say though, like there were some some wobblers, some ducks. Not, I mean, maybe it was just you know a couple of fluky plays. But for me, like seeing Friday night, like I think it's the first time that I've seen like a clear progression for him because it's hard. He doesn't play a lot. There wasn't a preseason his rookie year. The Chiefs game was like whatever. We didn't know you know it was his first NFL game. It, but like he he looked really good Friday night at like, I really felt like there's optimism for the future. Look, you know me. I obviously want Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay forever and Jordan Love can have a great career somewhere else. But if he's gonna be the quarterback of the Packers, I'm gonna root for him and he looked good. So I really like that. And then defensively, I just wanted to talk about I know I think he's like your favorite guy, Zach, Mr. Kobe Jones.
1: No, that ain't that ain't my guy. I, I'm taking notice of him now, but Samuel uh, here. He has been he has been on that train. He's been posting film cutups of Kobe Jones uh, and all kinds of shit. Yeah, uh, so I mean was,
2: he, he's been he's been killing it. guy. like at both in both days of practice that I was there, he was in the backfield the time.
1: Yeah, and I mean that game on Friday night was one thing, but the thing is he's been like stacking success. I don't yeah. want to like use that the coachism and say yeah. like oh yeah he's stacking success. He's building he's building step by step. Yeah. But I mean yeah he had a great game Friday night. He's winning, he's winning his one-on-one matchups with, like, power, yeah. you know? And that's different as opposed to someone like Tifa Naliyai, who he's a little undersized sides for, for an edge rusher. He has to win with speed. That's mm-hmm. not really working out for him so well. Don't get me wrong. He's, he, he's made some plays this summer. But, you know, as far as that edge room goes, I think Kobe Jones has, like, a real shot to sneak in because he's had a couple really nice days of, of training camp. Like, yeah. he, he he's red hot right now. And, yeah. you know, the next two preseason games, I think – it's going to be an opportunity for him to kind of stick around. I think the Packers already have their five guys. You're going to be looking at Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Jonathan Garvin, Kingsley, uh, Nagbar, and, and it's going to be Kobe Jones, I think, is the fifth guy.
2: Yeah, and speaking of Kingsley, and I think it's Inigbari. Maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? But
1: See, these rookies, <laughs> man, I don't know how to pronounce their goddamn names.
2: I think I only I only because I remember hearing, I was watching some film on him, and I heard the announcer say Inigbari, but either way, uh, as uh, Andy has said and Mark as well, since Friday night, I mean, he had the sack in the game, and then both practices that I was at this week, he was disruptive as hell. I mean, in the backfield, sack, tackle for loss on running backs, pressuring quarterbacks—you know, just everything you want to see. And again, Zach, I mean, I know, I think we talked about it after the draft. We were seeing this guy going in the second round, maybe the third round. Mm-hmm. We got him. In, what it was the fourth, right? Fourth round pick, uh, Kingsley. The Fourth, they,
1: they got him. They got him in the fifth, I believe.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, fifth. So we got him in the fifth round, and there were people taking him happily in the second or third. And it's showing. Like he had, he did have a quiet first couple of weeks of camp, but maybe he just needed that confidence, get back out on the field or something. But since Friday night, he has been, been pretty damn on, exactly right there. He's been on fire, and it's been really fun to watch. He also plays with a lot of energy. Just overall, like you said, Zach, I mean, the defense is just like, you could feel it's like a buzz. It's just like there's there's an energy around the whole defense.
1: I felt like he was going to be more of like a project coming out of college. You know, like it was going to take some time for him to really develop. He could have even ended up – I didn't think he was going to be, but there were a lot of conversations about him potentially ending up on the practice squad, which I think would be really dangerous because someone is going to snatch him up. For sure. Uh, But, I mean, he's developing at like a remarkable rate. And I know it's only the preseason. He's going against backups and – you know, practice is practice, but like those reps mean something, yeah. you know, to guys that need to prove themselves. Those reps mean everything. It's, he's, it's, it's the mental, the physical side of it, everything. So this is only going to help him in the long run. And, yeah. you know, he may not need to play immediately. You know, he could be that guy at the bottom of the depth chart and maybe the Packers want to roll with a, um, a second tandem of Garvin and Jones
2: yeah, it's just it's working him in slowly until you're you know, you're seeing you're feeling confident enough that he could be out there on almost any given down and be productive. And yeah, like you said, it's it's coming up sooner than we maybe would have thought. I um, still see a better front. Oh, no, the Bears fans. I mean, we don't listen to those people. They, don't they think
1: play. they have a better everything. They don't. Yeah. They, don't it's, they, it's, they, they, it's, they don't even have a team for the they don't have a field for the team to fucking play on. Yeah. So I
2: um, yeah, it was actually funny. I don't remember the exact jokes, but actually I took the Lambeau Field Stadium tour for the first time, and it was basically just a, a 20, not 20 minutes, like an hour-long roast session of the Bears. It was great. The guy who ran it was just every every joke landed on the Bears, and it was perfect. I really, it was a great time. I got to see actually also the Packers Hall of Fame. Zach, I don't know if you've taken that tour before, but oh uh, yeah, it's sick. It was absolutely, it, it was it is beautiful. I love
1: yeah. I love where you're going down the escalator and they have all the old jerseys, yeah, and they have the mannequins wearing them, and it's like year by year. It's yeah, it's
2: so nice. Yeah, no, that that was a really cool tour, but um, we got to talk about obviously Zach on to you. This is I'm sure personal. This is the biggest news of the day. Forget NFL, forget sports, maybe the whole world. Aaron Rodgers, the son of a bitch, he went and met with his rookie receivers to talk to them. What an asshole! Zach, what do you think of this? I think he's a
1: filthy piece of shit, and he needs to be buried underneath the jail.
2: Yeah, right. It's crazy. Who talks yeah. to your receivers as a quarterback? It's crazy. It's like,
1: I mean, I, I tweeted this, but it's like, should he just not say anything? Should yeah. he not help help these guys? Exactly. Like if they're doing something wrong.
2: Route, and then it could be all chaos, and say Rodgers isn't a leader. It's so stupid.
1: Running the wrong route is literally like what led to Jordan Love's third interception. And granted. Yeah. Love could have avoided that. He could have. He could have gotten out of the pocket, extended the play, which is like you know, kind of something he needs to work on. But right. guys shouldn't be running the wrong routes, especially right. a guy going a guy going into year two like Amari Rodgers. So it's those things, those mistakes that, if not corrected, they're just going to keep happening. So you yeah. need to you need to bite it in the ass now, nip it in the ass now you before you the get ass. into into the regular season when games start counting, wins yeah. and losses start mattering. So yeah. it's just it's the so stupidest thing. It's,
2: yeah, I mean, bottom line is Aaron Rodgers. Can do anything, and the media will find a not just a story, but a negative story. And I think, Zach, you also—I think it was you—who compared it to Tom Brady taking a leave of absence <laughs> to go hang out with his family. It's true, though. If Aaron Rodgers did that, the world would burn. Terrible teammate. Doesn't we, care about the franchise.
1: Yeah, and we um, don't even know—we don't even know what the hell Brady's. We don't know if he's hanging out with his family. <laughs>
2: he just—he yeah, just—he well, just, like, um, he bounced.
1: He, he, yeah. He bounced in the middle of the training camp for a week and a half. I think he's coming back on the twentieth or so. He's been gone yeah. for a week and a half,
2: and nothing. It's no in word. The, yeah,
1: it's in the middle of of the joint practices with the Dolphins, the team yeah. that literally just got fined what a, a million and a half dollars or yeah. something, and lost and, draft, and picks, and draft and picks for you. tampering with Tom Brady,
2: which I'm sure he's totally way.
1: innocent in that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, Obviously. of course. Yeah,
2: just like the the Flakey, I'm actually thinking. <laughs> He might have thought, or the NFL, there's probably something because they have the joint practice with the Dolphins. Maybe they were like, stay out of it because of all the, all the tampering shit. I don't know. But either way, if it was Aaron Rodgers, he would be arrested. That's for sure. Um, so, everyone who's worried that Aaron Rodgers spoke to his rookie receivers, calm down. I think that's a good thing. Um, and then. In terms of other things of practice, so I just I'm trying to think of like players or plays that stuck out to me that maybe didn't make it to Twitter. Um hmm, hmm. well, number one, okay. First thing first, I'm sorry, but the Packers defense made the Saints offense look like a joke for 48 hours. I mean, they couldn't move the I know it was Andy Dalton. Let's not pretend like Jameis would have been much better. They were dominating them, they were getting through the line, no one was getting open. It was really nice to see – oh, okay, This us see when I was trying to remember what I was thinking of. Zach, we got to talk real quick about this wide receiver situation. Okay, we got – and let's not even talk about Travis Fulgham yet because I wanted to bring up Juwan Winfrey, who continues to make plays, caught at least one touchdown today, maybe two. I believe Aaron Rodgers has singled him out as someone he likes. We know he made plays last year. So, like, we have him and Toure. Either one of them would be a seventh then they just bring in Fulgham, which I don't know if I fully understand at all. So what, what what do you make of the Fulgham signing? And then, again, I think we talk about it every week, but, like, they're going to have to cut someone good if they're not keeping seven receivers. That's just what it's going to be.
1: Yeah, I think someone someone undeserving is going to get cut, like someone yeah. who doesn't deserve to be cut. It's, it's going to happen because this room, I mean, yeah, like, they, they don't have, like, a clear guy at the top right now, you know, mm-hmm. but... There's a lot of competition. There's a yeah. lot of competition for snaps and for roster spots right now, and I don't think, I think, the whole Travis Fulgham thing is being read into too much. They brought in a guy that's familiar. I mean, he spent he spent nine days in Green Bay yeah. in the summer of 2020, so it's not like he's you know he's around for a while, but he knows Matt Lafleur's system in the brief time he was there, and he's talented. Six he's two, two fifteen. You know, he, he's someone that could be pretty much just a preseason body to get through the last two games. I mean, I mean, think about it. You only have so many guys that aren't veterans that are going to get snaps in the preseason. Alan Lazard probably isn't going to play. Randall Cobb probably isn't going to play. Sammy Watkins more than likely isn't going to play. They're yeah. going to be careful with him, I'm assuming. And then you got Amari Rogers, Jawan Winfrey, Danny Davis, assuming he's healthy, uh, Romeo Dobbs,
2: and
1: yeah. Samari Touré. Yeah. And then uh, Ishmael Hyman, who he's, he's still on the team. Those are the guys that you have to shuffle through for the last two preseason games.
2: Yeah, you know, it makes sense just have a guy out there to play the games with.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's anything like, oh, Fulgham's gonna compete for a roster spot or something like that, you know? So, yeah, I think people are kind of freaking out, but it's mostly if this was like a no name wide receiver and they brought him in, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, but it's Travis Fulgham, the guy they released, and then he goes to Philly and he goes off for like five weeks. That was so weird, weird.
2: that was the weirdest month that made no sense. But do you think? As of let's say today, okay. So right now you have you have the they have the four veterans. You have Lazard, Cobb, Watkins, and Rodgers. Let's assume they're all locks. Okay, that's four. And then you have Dubs and Watson locks. Mm-hmm. That's six. That's six. You're already at six. Boom. So now would I personally like I think two rays made some good plays, but I've well, I've been at training camp like three years in a row now or two years in a row. that seemed like Winfrey. Like I'm a big fan of his. Like I would be pretty happy to see Jawan winfrey make the roster and they hope hopefully keep touring on the practice squad but the question is though like in this offense like the seven receivers even make sense like it doesn't realistically but i don't want to cut him, so i don't know what to do well it's not my decision but what i want like how's i don't know if you're frozen but matt man offense wasn't made for seven receivers Either Zach's frozen or incredibly, incredibly still. Okay, he's frozen. <laughs> I'm talking to myself. It's cool. Zach, I thought you were like deep in thought, but I'm talking to myself here. Okay. But everyone listening, other than Zach, um, I want Juwan Winfrey to make the roster. That's the bottom line. Uh, I think he's a really good player. He is explosive, he's fast, he is I've seen him make multiple diving catches. Actually, Romeo Dobbs had Dobbs Dobbs had a really nice diving catch today, uh, thrown by Jordan Love. Ha! Got him, Jen. Thank you. Well, hello, so check on Zach now, because now, now I'm nervous. Now, no, I don't want to dress my face up in here. <laughs> All right, guys. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Zach's not here. We could roast him. Thank you, Andy. Everyone knows Zach. I'm sorry. I wish I could roast you, but you're just a, you're just a good guy. Can't do it. Yeah, Brandon. I did forget it. Look at this. Boomed up. My, my neck my neck right now is burning so bad I can't wear any clothes well I am better it hurts. I'm in pain I'm doing it for you but let's as Zach figures out what's going on because I don't know what's going on personally um let's let's take a look ahead at the Saints game um oh ugh, I just saw something uh, from Jen <laughs> I forgot about uh something um either way so yeah. Practice, we'll, we'll wait for Zach to get back. He should be back in any a second to talk about the Saints game. But being a practice, yeah. I mean, look, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. I don't need to update any of you on how good he is. Alan Lazard is someone who, again, you know that, like, as Zach said before, you know we don't have, like, a top, top receiver, this, that. I think Alan Lazard this year could have, like, truly, like, the breakout season of a a, a real true number one, as in a thousand yards, potentially 10 touchdowns, maybe eight touchdowns, but whatever it's going to be, I think it's going to be good because he's like, he's not just making plays consistently. He's making like wide receiver one plays consistently. He's jumping over guys, mossing people, coming down with the ball. He's aggressive. He's being a leader. He's being vocal. And that's just something I love to see. And another player at the tight end position who a lot of fans want to know about is Josiah DeGuara. It's a big year for him entering year three, obviously at the Tour ACL as a rookie, but he had a really good practice today, caught a deep touchdown. Uh, actually, no, I thought it was a touchdown at first, but it was like a 40, 45-yard completion, but he looked really good. And just in general, he had as, as, as a blocker, I mean, we knew he would be good as a blocker. It's part of why they drafted him, but he had some great lead blocks on a lot of runs today, which was nice to see. The offensive line, it could have been better, to be honest. I feel like I saw Rodgers and Love running a lot around you know, their tackles, trying to scramble a bit, so I didn't love that. But, you know, obviously they're shuffling guys. They're trying to figure that out. I'm not too nervous about it once they get to the regular season. Um, and then defensively, yeah, I mean, we talked about it. I mean, they were, they were dominant. The running backs, I mean, A.J. Dillon, uh, Andrew, well, I mean, you're not responding, but I can see your face, but I don't know if you saw this play, but Dylan just got a run right up the middle and he probably took it like 40 yards and to the end zone. I know they're not really tackling, but no one was bringing him down. I mean, he was going good. And Sam, thank you for bringing that up because Zach Tom, they're putting him in as much as they can and wherever. A tackle, a guard. They want it. Like he's in both with the ones, with the twos. He's all over the field. I have a very good feeling that they're really eager to get Zach Tom on the field soon, possibly even week like for all all we know, he could start week one if either Bakhtiari or Elton or both are not playing. Um, He could maybe be Royce Newman for a job. He could end up at right tackle. If he beats out Nyman, who knows? But the only thing I feel like I've gained the last two days, at least from Zach Tom, is number one that he's good, which I, I like loved him out of the draft, shocked he felt in the fourth round, but also the fact that the Packers clearly must love him because he was being called in from the sidelines while the ones were out there to come in all the time. Like he was in my it kind of reminds me of like another Elton Jenkins, versatile as hell, can play anywhere on the line, and I'm just really excited about him. So Zach Tom definitely someone to keep an eye on as we get closer to the season as a potential starter on that offensive line um and then who else stood out today i mean it, today was a bit quieter i feel like yesterday honestly was a better was like a little bit more exciting practice wise Do, i mean obviously dobbs had a great day yesterday we also had a drop that um i think was ken ingles posted a video of my re- i was walking and my reaction to the drop it was a perfect throw. I wanted him to catch that one pretty badly. But um, Sam, once again, coming on the clutch with some good questions here. Safety. So we got we got uh, Sean Davis, who I am excited about. I think he could be a fun addition to that room. But then obviously Vernon Scott is really the name that has been popping. I believe he had a pretty solid game Friday night, Vernon Scott. And he's just been performing very well at practice. And so between him and Davis, and then obviously you have Amos and Savage ahead of them. I'm feeling very good about. I'm feeling very good about the safeties. Uh, Savage has not been practicing, but I we assume you know it's not too not too serious, and he'll be back soon enough. Um, Drop the most passes, Brandon. Uh, it's weird, you know what? Ro- Romeo Dubs, Dobbs, whatever. He's catching a lot of balls, but he's had a couple of drops, which is a bit frustrating, but he's a rookie. It's, it's to be expected. What I was really hoping to see was a little bit more Christian Watson, but he's still just doing individual drills. They're going to work him in slowly, which I think is smart. But I will say that from two weeks ago when I saw him to now, he somehow looks bigger. I don't know if maybe it's more muscle or if I saw him at a different angle, but like he was standing with the whole wide receiver group, and he was just towering over people. And we were being graced, potentially, with an appearance by Zachary Jacobson. But I don't know for sure because I don't see his face yet backstage. But, oh, no, he's gone. Zach almost came back, but he did not. So, um, yeah, but honestly, Packer fans, it's not always easy. Not everyone lives in the uh, in the Midwest, so I'm lucky for that. Obviously, Andrew being in Green Bay, very lucky for that to get to go to training camp. But I urge all of you at some point to make that trip and go to training camp, do the Lambeau Field Tour, do the Hall of Fame Tour. It's an experience that is more more than worth doing. Um, I mean, I actually met a guy today who flew in from Germany for training camp and Friday night's game. The guy flew in from Germany for a preseason game and training camp, yes, okay, and it was it was wild. I was like, dude, I thought my three hour drive was a trek. You just flew from Germany for training camp, but that's Packer fans, man. Like, um, that's what they are. I got to practice starts at ten thirty. I was at the I was at the field at nine, and it was I mean the bleachers were essentially already packed. It was maybe because it was the last day of open practice, but it was. It was crazy. Um, Watson, he's not really running full speed yet, at least not that I've seen him. I haven't seen him like sprinting anywhere. But he looks overall getting healthier, and I think he'll probably start practicing in the next week or two. But obviously that does suck that it's going to stunt his growth a little bit. Um, And then while we just go through our wonderful comments here, I do hope so, Sam. I plan to. Um, I don't have a game picked out yet, but I'm sure I'll make it out there. this is true. Um, Delta, yeah, not a fan of you. Actually, I don't mind Delta too much. United is the problem for me. Um, Sam, I'm assuming you're going to the Rams game, so maybe. Maybe I'll meet you out there. But, uh, yeah, so that's that was basically practice. What I would say as, like, a overall, I would say the Packers' defense dominated the Saints' offense, no doubt, both days. I think the Packers' offense had a better day yesterday than today um but there's but the offense again like there's still some stuff they need to clean up the offensive line needs to get a bit healthier and figure out who's going where but overall like i would and i'm not i don't think i'm being biased because number one they have a scoreboard there and they have you know like the packers won both days of these practices i think both offensively and defensively uh there were some flags there were a decent amount of penalties i didn't want to see some procedure stuff, pre-snap stuff that I before talked about. So just got to clean that up. And now Andrew pops in. Clearly. I thought it
0: happened. I thought it happened.
2: Thank you. Well, it's just about that. <laughs> But, Andrew, uh, at
0: what point of practice did you make it in? Because I know you were waiting in line. Yeah. Well, so I pretty much got in right at the start, which was nice so you know i said i was in line probably i don't know several people in front of me which a few of them were getting a little hot-headed which yeah part of me understands you want to watch but also like it's a free practice we were in a section we had to have been in a section next to family whether Mm -hmm. it be both packers and saints i don't remember but i'm pretty sure i do remember hearing the workers say that you know like there's a lot of people with these passes um, hence, why it was so packed and why there were so many people waiting pretty early, but I got in pretty you know pretty close to the beginning of practice, so I got to watch most of it and I lucked out with being in a perfect section where i had um for the very beginning, you know receivers and quarterbacks pretty much warming up, and then the off and then the first team offense against the saints first team defense yeah. essentially um so i didn't get to see the excitement of the of the fights early yeah. on but then i did what you know there was the i think it was kb and ento and um one of the saints guys kind of started john back and forth
2: um i think where you sat
0: so you basically sat by the end zone sort of i like was that, close to the that yard line. i was close to that 50 yard line like where okay. jordan love threw that touchdown okay. So yeah,
2: so yeah uh yesterday that's yeah, kind of where I sat. So that yeah, that that was where I wanted to get to today. Yeah. Because that's where the offense was mostly working. But again, it was so packed, I just couldn't get there. Um but yeah, practice uh it was good. Uh again, uh, yeah, Zach's internet is completely down. So uh Andrew, let's let's take a quick look ahead to Friday night. Um against the Saints. It is Friday night, right? Not Saturday. Yeah, Friday night. Okay. Yeah. Friday night. So I guess what I would say is, you know, what are just maybe, uh, whether it's a player, a unit, something you're looking out for in this game that you maybe want to see that can translate into the regular season.
0: Yeah. You know, I want to see, and I've heard the floor talk about it a few times, you know, I would love to see Jordan love to continue stacking days. Um, he had another. Obviously, I heard you talking about it, and I was able to see it firsthand today. He had a great practice. There was maybe only a couple throws that made you scratch your head, and a lot of those were early on, where it wasn't even in like the eleven on eleven. It, I think, pretty much once they got into pretty much once they got into eleven on eleven, and when they got that two minute drill, like he was red hot. So that was great to see, and obviously, you know, we talked about you know the issues from. Last week's preseason game, whether, you know, some of those interceptions were his fault or not, you know, that's I guess that's up for people's interpretation, I guess. But it'll be nice to see how he handles it again and works with these receivers, works with this offense. I mean, it's not going to be easy because the starting offensive line is going to be patchwork no matter, you know. (laughs) At one point in time, you know, it's going to keep being like that probably until week one and probably even then they might, you know, may not like what, you know, what someone may have brought to the table at first game. They might switch some things up, but I'm excited to see what Love does, see if he can improve on last week. Obviously, again, there were some throws by him that were, you know, head shaking, just mistakes that you, you probably don't want to see him make. Um and another one I'd like to see more from Amari. I thought I saw a couple plays today. Yeah,
2: um, I, I like a the full players. You know, we always. Sorry, go ahead. No, sorry. No, I was just going to say that I just liked seeing he just seemed a lot more confident, is
0: what I was. Yeah, exactly. Like again, he didn't make any like huge, huge plays today, but he made a few pretty good ones, and there was a couple that were like like he needed to make an adjustment to make the catch. And, you know, he, he definitely made that grab, Um, but we just need to, we need to keep seeing that more in games. And I think for him, it's going to be important just because he has been uh, he isn't a rookie. So I think we, we, we keep talking about the rookies a lot, which is good. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of promise with them, but I think they really want to get Amari going because yeah, they want him involved in special teams but they are going to want to involve him obviously offensively at some point too. Yeah. So that's the other guy. Want to see him build more. I want to see him get more, get even more confidence. And of course there's, there's Zach tried yeah. joining again. And- he tried joining. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, again, that's, that's someone else. I think on the defensive side of the ball, um, what did you say in Inigbare. I, I I believe I it's. I'm so mad really so that I butcher that name every time, but yeah, no, yeah, I think it's is, is Yeah, yeah, he's. An, he, I think he's the guy I really want to see on the defense play well, just because yeah. that edge room is so murky outside of the top two that you'd yeah. like to see, you'd like to hear, or feel confident in who's going to be the number three. So that's another guy I'll be looking at and considering. When they did two minute drill, I feel like every freaking snap today, I was seeing him in the backfield. I was seeing him. I was seeing him, and it looked like both Slaytons were (laughs) often in the backfield.
2: So that'll be good to see. Yeah, it's going to be weird. I mean, I feel like you
0: either got to keep both or cut both. You can't cut (laughs) both. I was actually very confused out there at first because when I saw um, Slayton with a Y out there, I was like, wait, did TJ's number change? I was like, when yeah. did that happen? <laughs> and then I looked closely at his name. I'm like, wait, that's not how you spell it. And I was like, oh, that's right. There's just another
2: name. Same oh, <laughs> last name. Yeah. Um, no, but I, li- I like those calls. I do want to see, because it's true. I mean, number one with Inikbare, I don't even want to say it, but we all know behind Gary and Preston, like, we need people there. So whether it's going to be him or Kobe Jones, who we talked about. Oh, <laughs> Zach, uh, he tried again. Um, but I would like to see An Anigbari step up. I think that would be very big for us. And also, yeah, Mari Rodgers, kind of like what I was saying. I just feel like he's a lot smoother. Like I saw him last year, oh. and he was a rookie, of course. And now he's he's catching the ball in motion, making moves after the catch, and. Everything that like I was excited about him for coming out of college, I feel like I saw the last couple of days and even a couple of weeks ago when I was in Green Bay watching practice. So Amari Rogers definitely someone I'm also going to be looking out for against the Saints. And then some other guys I want to see. I want to see this offensive line. I want to see, you know, Zach Tom if he's going to, you know, continue to ascend and potentially earn a starting job on that offensive line. I also want to see how some of the tight ends. Uh, perform. Uh, Tyler Davis was getting a ton of hype while training camp, and then he had a terrible. I mean, no offense, Tyler Davis, but he had a pretty bad performance.
0: Uh, I would say that was a pretty rough game out of me. Yeah,
2: pretty bad performance uh, Friday nights uh, versus the Niners. So, you know, whether it's Sal Canella, you know, the guy we signed from the USFL, who looks more like a receiver than a tight end to me, but he looks like he he looks kind of like Jason River thin, lean. But I like that. I want to receive. I want to see at least one tight end on our team being a receiving tight end. Obviously, we have Tanyan hoping he'll be back week one. But Can- you know, whether it's Canella or I mean, I was gonna say Daphne, and I gotta say that shocked me. R. I. Um,
0: yeah, I, I would like, say I, I was a little shocked too.
2: Like number one friend of the show, uh, of course, yep. friend of the show, and he looked really good. And I wasn't, and I'm not just saying that, you know, as he came on. Like I saw him a few weeks ago. And I was like, that's not Dominique Daphne. That guy is way thinner and faster than I saw him last year. Like, that's not him. And it was him. And he was like, gosh, Zach is just struggling. (laughs) Um, But they were getting the ball. They were getting the ball to Daphne, and he was getting around the edge, like making quick cuts. And maybe what Zach said is true. You know, the Packers see what they have, realize Daphne is not going to be a part of it. And maybe, you know, they're being courteous enough to say, hey, go get on a team before the season starts and do something with yourself. And if that's why they did it, I guess I could say that's like nice, but I also thought Daphne had the chance to make somewhat of an impact this year, but the one, uh, not the one positive to that, if you, maybe you can kind of say, well, is Robert Tanya fully healthy then, you know, because that could be part of it. So, but I will say the Daphne cut sign, uh, uh, surprised me as well as the Malik Taylor, even though Malik Taylor, Has essentially done nothing, but he always sticks around. But now he's gone, so that surprised me.
0: Yeah, and I think with the tight end room, I think it just it just shows how I think how confident the coaches are in some of those other guys. I mean, yeah, still Elise Mack. He's made a couple plays. I think he made a play or two today yeah. that looked pretty nice. Sal canella was it was a quiet day for him. There was about one, there was like one play he. He had a, a drop, and I think it was just in it wasn't an 11 on 11, it was just you know basic team yeah. drills. But he there was, there was like a there was a play that a lot of us, I think, in the stands when he dropped it, we were all kind of like you know scratching our head, like, oh, that's uh, yeah, not used to seeing that out of I really, <laughs> I guess, any of them, but so. But I guess yeah, we'll we'll have to wait and see. I was I was really surprised about Daphne as well. But again, if they're confident in Elise Mack or Sal Canella making plays or, or and if they're confident that Bobby is gonna be playing here week one or close to, yeah. I mean I'm hey, I'm all I'm all for that. So
2: yeah. I mean I think yeah, look if if Tunyon's not playing week one, I can't imagine it goes past week two or three. He looked he's looking hundred percent to me. Oh, Zach, this is, uh, this is how you come to the show now in the comments. Unbelievable. No, but clearly Zach and all of Los Angeles has lost internet. Um, So maybe he'll return, maybe he won't. Hopefully he does. If not Zach, we obviously appreciate you kind of sad that we, you know, can't go two weeks in a row without one of our guys disappearing. <laughs> yeah. Look, that's what happens sometimes. Um, but one guy I wanted to talk about real quick before we potentially wrap up here, Kishon Nixon, who we signed from the Raiders. Originally, we, were, you know, because Visaccia, special teams, but I got to say, looked really good at corner uh, today. And I think he could be that cornerback four. And I don't know if you saw this, uh, Andrew, because I was on the other side of the field as you, but during some individual drills, they were doing kind of like that. Imagine the Al Harris pick six versus the Seahawks. Yeah. Just like that drill to you know, a curl route, jump in front of it on the sidelines. Yeah. And the guy throwing the ball is one of the coaches. He threw it like way out of bounds. And Nixon with one arm, I mean, full extension, just snagged it. And it, it was like really, really impressive. Very smooth. Um, so that was cool to see. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, overall, it's just – it's an exciting defense, an exciting special teams. I mean, Rich Passaccia, I think I was telling Zach before the show started, um, I think. Unless I, did I say it on the show? I don't know if you're here yet. If I said it already, I'm sorry. Anyone who watches the show knows my brain. I lose memory of things. But, <laughs> some, but Rich Passaccia was walking out of practice today, and so it, what, some guy was clapping, like, oh, coach, whatever. And he's like, don't fucking clap at me. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, shit. but he didn't mean it like in a bad way, he meant more like, "Like, Who am I to be, you know, clapped for? Like, clap for someone else, you know. But he's just he's the baller. Uh, Joe Berry's awesome. Um, he was nice enough to, uh, oh, John Kuhn got to meet John Kuhn, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so bottom line is as I don't know how I oh, yeah, Keyshawn Nixon to uh, Versace, yeah. but basically. It's going to be an exciting game uh, Friday night. I'm excited about a lot of players I want to see. But overall, I want to see, like, what we're going to do on special teams about a long snapper, because that's going to matter. And let's do this uh, Ahmed kicker. I mean, he looked pretty good, Ahmed, as a kid. I mean, obviously, we all expect Mason to be kicking for us, but Mason Crosby ain't young, and who knows? Maybe Ahmed could be someone they bring back in the future. Um, But, Andrew, I guess let's do a little – how about this? Let's do – one bold prediction, one bold you know hot take for the game and then a score prediction and we'll wrap up
0: ooh bold prediction. Oh. Well I wish Danny Davis weren't hurt because I'd probably pick him for my hot take but I'm gonna go with Touri has two touchdowns. I I'll go that. I know that, that's my hot take. I'll say that he'll he'll wind up with two Tds for the night.
2: I like that. Like I I could see him, you know, pulling away on a deep ball like a sixty yarder, which would be fun. I'm gonna go only because I just feel like this this train is going. So Sam, you were close. I, it's not gonna be Kobe Jones, it's not gonna be 10 sacks, but I'm gonna go with two sacks for Kingsley in Aguare and just a general disruptive game. Just two sacks and just really I mean maybe maybe pushing for that third spot on that offensive, uh, sorry, defensive edge group. So that's what you got. Uh, Andrew going with two ray and two touchdowns. I'm going to go in Igbari with two sacks and I'll throw out my score prediction first. Whew, let's see. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 27,
0: oh, you. That's, 27, that's so 20 Packers, 27, 20. Well, that's funny. Cause I was going to pick 27, but. You know, I'll, I'll one up it. I'll go 31, 31 24. What's that? I'll do Packers. just a little, just, just a little different. Is that a Packers win? I hope. Packers, yes. Packers. Packers. All right. So that defense go, guys, uh, uh, defense has been eating them all week. So that'll be good to see. Yeah, that'll, and,
2: Truth is, you know, well, we both might have given the Saints too many points. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. But either way, everyone, thanks for sticking through, uh, even with Zach's departure and other people's departures last week and all sorts of craziness. But look, Open Book doesn't stop. Jen's got her own. All right, Jen, I'm happy to see. Zach, do you have one? Zach, you're still watching. Do you care about us? Where's your bold prediction? But all right, Jordan Love, going to run one in. He should. He should be using his mobility more anyway, in my opinion. They had
0: some of the – I remember in that first preseason game, they did some of that read option, and he had yeah. a, at least one or two decent runs with some of that. So This is
2: probably the score. 58-2. Probably, yeah, probably going to happen. I wonder when that safety's coming. Yeah, <laughs> 22-21. That would be fun. Uh, but everyone, enjoy uh, Friday night's game. Thank you so much for watching. And uh, obviously, we're going to be back every week throughout the season talking all Packers football and f- for Zach and Jen who are not here currently but make sure to be following their work on Twitter you can find Zach at it's Zachary J and excuse me you can find Jen at Big Mac underscore four of course Andrew at Mertens underscore Andrew and myself at Book of Eli underscore NFL and if you look at the bottom of your screen make sure to follow Game on Wisconsin at Game on WI and subscribe on YouTube at Game On Wisconsin. Everybody, thank you so much for watching. Go Pack Go. Let's get a win Friday night, and we'll see you next week.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Fred? All right. Like, <laughs> dude, you're an idiot. I'm doing very well, Jen. It's just going to be me and you or Eli and Zach going to in.
1: Yeah, they'll talk oh, every once in a while. Oh,
0: but...
2: <laughs> know, again,
0: he was already here right
1: away it yeah. kind of well we're used to you atta- attacking us though
2: so. yeah sorry Look at <laughs> let's just put it this way who do you see as the quarterback week one for the